What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, I sat down with an amazing lady who's building a real estate empire in South Florida at one of the fastest paces I've ever seen for an agent that's only been in the business for a year. Welcome to the show, Casey Anderson. Welcome to the show today, Casey. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. You've got a tremendously amazing story about how you got into real estate and just like how fast you're building a, a group down here, team in South Florida. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, you've gone from like just you to almost 10 agents now and, and it just seems like in a couple months. Well, so. I am trying to be like you and your wife. So <laughs> hopefully I can be the, the next Terry Schulte, even though there'll never be a next Terry Schulte, but that's what I'd like to be here in South Florida, while you guys are chilling in D.C. Well, how, um, how did you end up in real estate? So, I was helping my dad with pest control, and my dad used to be the VP of Terminex, and essentially, he's like, you know what, I'm going to get out of this, I'm a driver, I'm going to start my own business, and he started his own pest control company up north. So I was really helping him. I was his right-hand girl and constantly dealing with high-end clients, you know, wood destroying insect reports, which up mm. north it's, you know, WBIs, down here it's WBOs. So I was constantly dealing with realtors and I was realizing like, oh my gosh, like these agents are making so much money. <laughs> like I was like, and here I am just like trying to explain, you know, termites and you know, giving $75 for a, yeah, for a report. report. And I'm like, shoot, <laughs> like I could go out and sell this house. Like, what the heck? So, you know, my husband and I, we got married. Eventually, you know, we moved here. We've been here going on 10 years. And I kind of pivoted and I went into the mortgage world. Mm. And I was with the best mortgage brokerage. I learned a lot. We were the top 1% in the country number one in Florida. And again, mortgage brokers are so capped, you know, at what they can make commission wise compared to agents. So I was like, you know, I want to get out of this. I want to get into real estate. I'm so bored sitting behind a desk and just talking about numbers. Like I want to go, you know, make some big money. And at the same time, I want to cultivate a team that has a very firm foundation for agents to grow and feel comfortable. And that's what I did. So I transitioned out of mortgage world. I took everything I learned from my dad and that business and I implemented it into my real estate business. And um, yeah. And you, you started off on a team, right? Before you went out and did your I own did. thing? I did. So I was with Remax. Yeah. And honestly, I was so green as an agent that I was just kind of like, you know, come over here, this is what we do. Mm. I didn't really see, you know, anything past that brokerage. And it wasn't until I got into Remax where I started studying other brokerages. I started like kind of getting traction on my social media, not only in mortgage world, but as an agent. And so people started to recruit me and I started to sit back and listen to like, you know, what exactly is it that you offer? And then from there, um, you know, I just realized, wow, like there's so much more out there other than just Remax. I think I was paying like $300 a month uh, 
huge annual fee. Plus my splits were like ridiculous. By the end of the day, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like giving so much money away. And so for me, like I said before, my dad is a driver, the VP of Germex, and even though that sounds all glorified and great, like you're still like paying out so much money and not, you know, getting what your value is. Right. So that's why he branched off and did his own thing. So um, I compared, you know, brokerages, boutiques, smaller brokerages to Compass, Sotheby's. Love those people that I met, but I'm a numbers girl, just like you mm-hmm. and Carrie and the rest of the world should be in, in real estate. But for me, as far as numbers is concerned, it's like, you know, if you're making $350,000 or you're, you're selling out for $350,000, Let's say you get like a standard 3% buying agent percentage. When you actually break that down and you compare and you don't even put, you know, company names, but you break it down and you see exactly what you could make, it's sick. Like how much money is just being thrown away. So I was like, okay, I'm going with EXP. I feel a lot more freedom in my brand to cultivate a team and an environment. And I also felt more, you know, financially free in that way. Well, I I think that's interesting and really common, actually. Like, new agents don't really study the models Mm -hmm. in particular. Like, you know, I just, when I was a new agent, I joined Century 21 because they they helped me buy a house at one, you know, before I got my license, and that was, like, all I knew. And And you sold how much your first year? 22 million? uh, Yeah, 22 and a half. So can you imagine... So I, yeah, at the end of that year, like I paid my local broker 30K, um, which isn't that bad compared to a lot of other places. And it was probably a little bit more when you had in the transaction fees and whatnot, but, but then I, I paid corporate, I paid corporate, um, like 6% of over half a million GCI. So I paid corporate like 30 grand, you know, yeah, I mean, that's like I, I bought them a car and I never got a lead from corporate. I, I never got a lead from the local broker that I, that I closed. Like they gave me some what I would call bad leads. But, I, you know, every every deal I closed was was my own that year. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what I got from corporate. Like I didn't use their CRM or anything that they offered. I mean, they they bragged a lot about how. Century 21 had a Super Bowl commercial that year, and um, I was like, oh, I guess my 30 grand went to pay for that, you know, 4.5 million 30-second spot, maybe, Mm -hmm. but but no client called me and said, hey, I just saw a Super Bowl commercial, can you come list my house? Like, that that didn't happen, so... And did you get to close, like, your deals in your name, or, like... Yeah, yeah, I was, I wasn't on a, you know... I was not on a team. I, mm-hmm. I was I was a solo agent on my own there. So that's, you know, there's teams, agents, solo agents, brokerages, right? Kind of like, a bunch I of different things. Yeah. And a lot of agents that I talk to, they don't get that luxury. So you know, with me, I was like, how can I build a team, but still have the structure for my agents to close everything out in their names? Because it's like. You know, you didn't work so hard. I didn't work so hard over the years to build a brand, to take, you know, the course, to go through everything that you went through with studying. 
and then put whatever career that you might have been in that time while studying for your real estate license on hold to really, you know, get successful in real estate. Because, like, for me, I never wanted agents to feel like, gosh, I'm closing all my deals out in a group leader's name. That sucks. And right. so it's super common for people to be on a team and for that structure to be like that. So I wanted to make sure, like, I didn't take that away from my agents, especially in their first years, you know? Well, and, you know, let's, I think there's all different ways to do do teams. You know, you can, you can have the traditional model where the, the team leader is, Spending you know tons of money and generating good good leads and you know we've we've had people thrive in that system and make four hundred five hundred thousand um, but there's a lot of bad examples of that too which I think yeah. you unfortunately got into a bad mo- version of that model. Well, um, I think you and Carrie like are such you guys have such a healthy foundation and here in Florida like it's so much different than D.C. or up north and like there's there's a lot of that from what I've been learning mm. just from like interviewing agents or not even, I have people constantly reaching out, like asking what their structures are like and just like blown away. Like what? That's like a thing. Like you guys offer that. And so like, I didn't realize how big of a deal that is down here. Well, I, yeah. And I, I think, um, you know, if you're a new agent, you really need to study not only the team, but, but the brokerage model and like these, these uncapped systems, I think, um, you know, they, they just are making less and less sense. I mean, there's, you know, the, the uncapped system where you're paying like the international franchise fee. And then there's the models where you're paying like 10, 15, 20% of everything uncapped, uh, even on your own deals. And mm-hmm. like, there's people literally buying like Lamborghinis for their, <laughs> their corporate, <laughs> you know, company every well, year and the commissions they pay. Right. No, I mean, they're, they're like the amount of commission they pay their broker could buy a Lamborghini. I know, so that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm, do, I'm buying myself a Lamborghini this year because of the model that I chose. And so. But I just, I just think a lot of agents don't, they don't study the numbers and then they get busy and they don't study the numbers. And most of them have no idea what their actual mm-hmm. P&L is. Or, you know, I, I have these conversations all the time with agents and they think they're on this split. And I'm like, well, what about this fee, that fee, that fee? And then. You know, they thought they were on an 85% split and really they're paying like 70 or 75. And and yeah, I I think more agents need to just study the numbers and Mm -hmm. make sure you're getting what you pay for. Like if, if your, if your broker is giving you a ton of leads and you're closing them, it might make sense, you know? Yeah. If not, I mean, let's face it, the technology in the business is all a commodity. Everything you need to run your business is pretty much off the shelf these days. Like, yeah. It's, it's broker agnostic when it comes to CRMs and marketing systems. And I mean, mm-hmm. everyone can use Canva, right? Right. <laughs> and for me, too, it's like, you know, with brick and mortar, right? Um, you have to think about, and I, I had these, this conversation with a new agent last week, you know, if we're, you know, suffering inflation and costs are going up, rent space, leases are going up. Those prices that are going up for these companies that are on, you know, you know, major streets and they have to offset the cost, who's going to eat that cost? Oh, yeah. No, the agent passed on. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, what I signed up to be a $225 transaction fee is now, you know, $399 and it's coming out of my check or whatever, just minor expenses. And so for me, I think 
the future and where we're going, like we don't have that crazy overhang and we're not going to constantly worry like, okay, each year, like this cost is going to go up, this cost is going to go up and we're going to have to pay all these people that are working in the office that aren't, don't even mm -hmm. have their license. But, you know, our core players to the team and closing a transaction for us as agents. But in the end, if it's something that you can do or you can hire somebody for less VA or, you know, a transaction coordinator online, I would like to keep that cost the same year after year rather than constantly worrying like, okay, is my broker going to up the cost this year? What, um, what do you think has led to your rapid growth to both? I mean, I would, I've been shocked by the amount of like buyers and sellers you're working with and the number of agents that you are adding. Um, I mean, I, I just haven't <laughs> seen someone, you know, a year or so into the business add clients at agents at the pace you have and you're <clears throat> basically all over Palm Beach, Broward, Dade, <laughs> Dade County now it seems like. How, how are you doing yeah. that? Um, I'm going to give you a really honest answer. Okay. And you're like not going to believe me, but I honestly like, I really believe in just like leading with being authentic mm. and transparent with like, you know, providing value. Um, truly wanting agents to succeed and, and just, you know, giving them tips and tricks for free, even if they're not on my team. And when I'm posting on my social media and I'm doing different things, I have agents all the time, like messaging me, like, you know, how do you do this, 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 or can I copy this reel? And I'm like, sure, I don't care. And I think I'm not as like hungry and thirsty to like, you should be on my team. And this is why, like just providing value. And then with that, people I think are attracted to that. They reach out, they want to know more. And then I just like really get to know them on like a deeper level as much as I can, as much as time allows me to. And then they end up just coming over and they have such a great experience. Um, and I'm partnered with so many amazing people that they have a ex great experience with like the people that I'm partnered with. And then they end up coming over and they spread the word. And then like, you know, same goes for buyers and sellers um, online. Like they're seeing just, success of me communicating with people and like live interaction on my social media like my clients will friend me on Facebook or friend me on Instagram and like write really nice stuff and I just repost it other people see it and I think it just is authentically like growing our network yeah I definitely see you active on social media which helps you know sometimes I talk to agents and they're like you know I rarely post or this or that and like you know you and that's that's where people's eyeballs are, you know. Yeah. If you look at if you look at screen times on your your weekly screen time report on your phone, like oh, I don't even want to look at mine. Mine's probably so yeah. bad. Yeah, no, oh, my I mean, I'm on there a lot making content, so mm -hmm. mine's like eight nine hours typically a day yeah. average. Um, but you know what's but crazy? I'm always making content on there, and but so that's where people's eyeballs are. So if you're not if you're not putting content out there, it people is. People aren't seeing you. But I I just had my first guy that I hired. He's 56 years old. He's been in real estate for 25 years. And this is so crazy. Like, so social media is obviously so important. That's, that's what, you know, mm. has grown 95% of my team. But this, this one example is I was meeting with a new agent that's coming on, on board next week with me. And, um, while I was meeting with him at a Starbucks, just a public place, you know, how everybody sits pretty tightly together at a Starbucks. And I like get like 40 minutes into this meeting with this other guy and this, this guy, Albert, um, he comes up and he's like, Hey, like I've been sitting here listening to you and I'm an agent and 
I honestly, I have to tell you, like I pay $500 a month to get coached. <laughs> this is, I swear. And um, he's like, honestly, like what I've heard is far better than anything that I've ever paid for and listened mm. to in the last 25 years. Here's my card. I want to be on your team. I was like, what? And this happened right in front of the new agent. I was just <laughs> signing on. They probably so, thought it was staged. <laughs> I know. And it wasn't. It was so funny. And so I met with Albert. He's now on our team officially as of yesterday. And it's just so funny. It's like, like I said, you're authentic. You provide value. You're in, in public mm. places. People hear you talk. And then boom. like. That's, that's an interesting story. Cause I, I think COVID was really good. Which I guess now they're going to slap a warning on this uh, podcast. <laughs> but uh, COVID was really good for EXP because they, they were a virtual model. And they yeah. were in offices before then. But I think this is a good reminder of the value of getting face to face with people, even though this is a virtual world. And, you know, you can, with this model, you can have agents in 50 states, 24 countries, right? Right. So but there's still, so obviously you're not going to have like lunch with someone that you're bringing on in Texas, right? But when you can, there's so much value in, in getting together still. <laughs> no, I, I feel like an old soul. Like, yeah. I really do. Like, I'm 29, but I'm like, at heart, I, I hate texting. I'm big on like, I'm picking mm. up the phone, I'm calling you. I'm going to FaceTime you while I'm like putting my makeup on. Like, I want to know, I want to see, even if you're not in the same state, like I want to connect with you more than just like behind words through a message. And I do think between doing that as much as you can, but getting in person, having events, like hyper fast, I think is so important because um, it's a time for my entire team to not only network with each other, but everybody in the room and other agents that are outside of EXP that are providing so much value. And so I'm excited for them to get to experience that this coming week. Yeah, that's going to be uh, fun. This will be aired after that. So if you're watching this, you missed it, but go to hyperfastagent.com yeah. or follow me on Instagram. You can learn when the next one is. But yeah, no, the, the events getting together and mm -hmm. meeting people, learning, it's, you know, it gives you energy. Yeah get you connection, it just motivates you more, right? So yeah. you take it in a little bit There's better. Like a, it's like an accountability with it, you know, when you're with people in person. And I just love it. I think it's really so good. So if people are out there listening, watching, um, and they're interested in learning more mm -hmm. about working with you, and they can, they can be anywhere, right? All, right, anywhere. Uh, what should they do? Honestly, there's several ways. I mean, you know, Anybody can go on my social media. My Instagram is Casey Anderson Official. My TikTok is Real Casey Anderson. You can text me. My phone number, okay, I hope no, nobody sends me <laughs> this crazy stuff, but my phone number is 443-340-2200. And so anyone can text me, call me. Um, I'm a mom, so you know, being parents, we're up early and up late. So I'm, I communicate pretty quickly to people. Um, unless I'm face to face with someone at a listing or showing a client a house, but yeah, pretty easy to contact me. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today to all of our thank listeners you. and viewers. Thank you for tuning in. Please share this episode with other real estate agents or people that you think would be interested in learning about being a real estate agent. And we'll see you next time. Bye.